Welcome to the Mind Bay Podcast, the show that delves deep into the realms of entrepreneurship, inspiration, motivation, manifestation, and the power of the subconscious mind. I'm your host, Evie, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey towards unlocking your full potential. Each week, we'll be diving into thought-provoking conversations and sharing valuable insights to hone your mindset and create extraordinary success in your life. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, a budding business owner, or simply seeking inspiration to pursue your passions, this podcast is designed to uplift, motivate, and provide you with the tools and strategies you need to thrive both personally and professionally. Are you ready to tap into the limitless power of your mind and unleash your entrepreneurial spirit? Then you're in the right place. Get ready to explore topics like mindset hacks, manifestation techniques, overcoming challenges, and finding that perfect balance between business and well-being. With each episode, I aim to empower you with actionable steps, real-life stories of triumph, and insights that will help you break through the barriers and create a life of abundance and fulfillment. So join me every week as we embark on this transformative journey together. Subscribe now and get ready to awaken your mind, ignite your passion, and become the best version of yourself. This is the Mind Bay Podcast, and I'm your host, Evie. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 24 of the Mind Bay Podcast. In today's episode, I thought we could have a not-so-little conversation about a topic that for many can be very sensitive. I'm talking about the big old green topic, money. And make sure you stick to the end of this episode because I have an exciting announcement that will massively help you up-leveling your game in your business. But before we do that, let's dive in into today's episode. Now, if you know my story a little bit, you may or may not know that at some point in my life, I wasn't always the successful and abundant entrepreneur I am today. Yes, I call myself successful because in my eyes, I have reached my personal success. And that success to me was building a life where I no longer needed to worry about not having enough money or where I needed to make sacrifices like giving up quality time with my family to just work or make someone else's dream come true. Today, I'm living the success of having my own business, being financially abundant, while also having the freedom to not burn myself out and working and just enjoy time with my family. That's what success means to me. But it hasn't always been this way. Around six years ago, when I was still working in a hair salon, I had just given birth to my daughter. And when I wanted to go back to work, I had to make a tough decision. And this decision is what made me question my whole life and my future. And that decision was to either choose between my child or to choose for my job. More specifically, when I gave birth to my daughter, I had to talk to my boss about going back to work while also breastfeeding. And I was told by my boss that if I wanted to pump milk in between the clients that we were having in the hair salon, it was going to be too much of a mess or more like an inconvenience to my boss because in her eyes, if I was pumping milk, I wasn't working and she still had to pay me. So all she saw was me trading my time for money. And so she basically told me that I either had to choose to breastfeed 
or find another place where I could go and work where they will allow me to do so because she didn't want me to do it in the hair salon. And so she kind of suggested like find a job where they are okay with that. And I was very shocked with this ultimatum. And of course, I chose to breastfeed. But it also meant that I was out of a job. And I was the only one that had a job because my husband had just graduated his chiropractic education. And there were not really any chiropractic jobs available after we moved from the U.S. back to Belgium. And since chiropractic wasn't very well known there, there wasn't a big amount of jobs available on the market. So here I was out of a job. I had just given birth to a newborn. My husband could not find a job and we didn't have any money. We couldn't rely on any family or we didn't have any source of income. And so my only option at that moment was to knock on the door of social services and ask them for money. This was one of the most humiliating times of my life because I would never have thought in a million years that I would have to go and beg my government for money because I couldn't provide for myself. And I came from a middle-class family and I was told that if you wanted to have money, you need to work hard. And so if I didn't work, that meant that I wouldn't have any money and I would have to beg others for money. And so someone who begged for money was really looked down upon, like a beggar, that's a no-go in our family. And it's like a low-life person, like you had all these biases of people that didn't work and didn't have any financial resources. And now I was in the situations where I couldn't work. I had to beg for money and I felt like such a failure, such a loser. And my parents and my husband's parents did help out a little here and there. So we didn't have to starve because of the little money that we got from the government. But it was not a big stretch to live off or to cover like the basic costs of the rent, utilities and the diapers and baby stuff all the things that you need to buy when you just have a newborn baby. And at the end of the month, my bank account was just simply empty. There was no money in there in case something would have happened, like if our car would, would broke down or anything like that. We just didn't have any money. We were broke as broke can be. And I still remember the days where I went to the grocery store. I had my baby in one hand and my phone with the calculator in the other hand because I had to check the prices of everything I was buying and I had to calculate how much it was going to be in total so I would be sure that we would be able to pay for our groceries so we had enough money in our debit card. Because the last thing I wanted was the embarrassment of my card defaulting at the register because I didn't have enough money on it and everyone would just be watching and then just feeling that judgment of that new mom had a baby and she has no money because that's exactly how I saw myself and how I thought others would see me as well. It was enough that I had to live off my own judgment that I didn't need that confirmation of anyone else. So I would calculate everything I bought on my calculator to make sure that I had enough money on my bank account. So I was obsessed with checking my bank account every day and calculating everything that I would grab from the shelf in the grocery store. So yeah, that time was very rough. But it also humbled me because you never know which circumstances life can throw at you or where you're in a situation you never thought you'd be in. I used to be one of those people when I was living at home with my parents who would judge new moms in the store who didn't have enough money on their card and then it defaulted at the register thinking, why would they have a baby if they don't even have enough money to raise it? 
But I guess karma got back to me. And I'm now so grateful to have been in that situation because it showed me another perspective. And I can see it now from another point of view. Like I have lived that experience. If I now see a person struggling at the register, the thing that goes through my mind is like, oh my God, I know how it feels. Let me help you out. So I would like pay for the groceries instead of like judging them. So that has kind of changed me. I can see now having lived that experience, it was actually one of the best things that could ever happen to me because if this didn't happen where I had to leave my job, I don't know if I would have ever taken the jump to go into entrepreneurship because even though I was in this situation where we had to live of $1,200 at that time in a month, I was determined that this was not going to be my forever situation. From the moment I knocked on the door of social services, I told myself this is going to be temporary until I can get back on my feet and build a better life for myself, my child, and my family. And luckily, my husband had this same vision as me. We wanted a rich, abundant life, but we had no idea how we were going to do it. He did want to pursue his chiropractic profession because that's what he studied for and paid a lot of money for as well. And I still remember the moment where he told me how much he paid for his college tuition. And I almost fainted because here in Europe, the cost of education doesn't even come close to that of the United States. And with the money he invested in his education, you can buy a house here just to give you an idea of how much he had to pay for his education. But anyway, here we were, broke, but happy and determined to create a better future but not a direction in sight. We had no idea how we were going to do it. But I learned about the law of attraction and I started my visualization practices. I remember that I created a vision board and I hung up pictures of places I wanted to travel to, things I wanted to experience, some things I wanted to have. I've put it all on there on the vision board and I've put it on the wall in our one bedroom apartment in the living room. And since I was focused on raising our daughter, it was my husband's time to step it up and find a job. But we couldn't just wait and hope for the best. So we wandered the internet looking for places where they would hire a chiropractor. And one day he even went on an interview with a place in Singapore at some point. Like we were all in. We were willing to move to another country in the search of a more abundant life. But then that interview went pretty bad because the owner of the business seemed a little bit sketchy. And then later we found out that this business was just hiring chiropractors from all over the world and then let them work in their clinic and paid them like really badly. So luckily we dodged that bullet there. Like the universe is always going to protect you um, from bad situations. So that rejection was actually protection. And then you find that out like a few weeks later. And then not so long after he found a position in a chiropractic practice in Germany. So we were living in Belgium and this practice was in Germany. Like in Belgium, there was nothing available. So we had to look outside abroad to find a job for my husband as a chiropractor. And we found one in Germany near the border of Belgium. So we didn't have to go that far, but it still it was abroad. So he applied and we went to visit the place and he could just start right away after he had the interview. The interview went well. Um, but now he had to drive like six hours every day to go to work. And that was not like a possibility. You're not going to drive hours back and forward. So we decided we had to move closer to this place. And so we had to find a new place like two hours away from where we were living to be closer to that job and still live in Belgium. But then we were like, how are we going to move without any money in our bank account? 
So again, we had to swallow our crown and ask for my husband's parents if they could borrow us some money so we could cover the costs of moving, like finding a new apartment, a rental car, to move all the stuff and so on. We were very fortunate that my dad did help out with the whole move because at this point it was just me, my husband and my six-year-old baby. We were like this little family and my family is not too big and there was not too many people that wanted to help out with the move. And so we moved and then to cut a long story short, my husband drove back and forth and he was making around $1,000 a week working at that place. And when I saw that amount of money in our bank account, as weird as it might sound, I honestly felt a little uncomfortable. We were living on just $1,200 a month for the past months. And I've never made more than $2,000 a month. And suddenly here we were making $4,000 a month. And that time I just felt so rich. But the funny thing was that I loved that we made all this money, but then I felt like I needed to spend it right away. And it was almost as if I could only have a certain amount of money on my bank account that was aligned with what I believed I could have, what I could manage. And so After I covered our fixed monthly cost, I would spend the money that we had left on clothes, trips, and stuff that we didn't really need. And soon enough, I felt like making $4,000 a month was actually not that much. And I wanted to see if I could stretch it. I felt like I needed more. And so I was like, okay, let me go back to my practices. Let me level up my mindset so I can manifest more money. And at this time, I already learned how to set money goals and I've up-leveled my manifestation game. And then suddenly, my husband came home one day after his chiropractic job and he told me, look, I'm tired of going back and forth to Germany every day. It was still like a one or two hour commute that he had to do. And he was like, I'm tired of being told what to do, how to work, how to treat the patients. And I think I could make a lot more if I worked on my own. What if we open our own practice? And at first I was like, "Um, universe, this is not what I ordered. I ordered more money, not a new business. But little did I know that that business would lead me to that six-figure money goal I had written down just a few weeks earlier. And after a long conversation, I decided to jump together with him in the entrepreneurial game not having a clue of what I was getting myself into. Like I was as clueless as they come. The first year of business, I learned more in my entire life when it comes to money. And I came face to face with every single one of my money fears. I didn't learn just by reading books or doing research. Nope. I learned by failing, falling flat on my face and being run over by a truck. So there were some things that I was doing that really showed that I had a bad relationship with money. Like I was underpricing our services because I was afraid no one would pay us that much. Like, quote unquote, that much. Like how much is is much? What is expensive? I realize that now that that is just a belief. I believe that no one would value chiropractic because it wasn't really well known in Belgium. And a lot of people around me were giving me this impression that I wasn't cut out to be running a business. So That didn't really help my self-esteem neither to step into that confident entrepreneur. Like if everyone around you is like questioning you, you start automatically questioning yourself. So I really had to change that self-image that I had for myself to level up to that level where I could easily manifest more money. So that's kind of identity work that I had to do that led me to the results I'm having today. 
But now going back to those beginning stages of running a business, I also didn't know how to set a budget. And so there were months where we overspend and then I panicked because an unexpected bill or God forbid taxes came in and I was like, how on earth am I going to pay this? Like we're making all this money, but it feels like I'm not making any money at all because it's coming in in one side and then it's going out on the other side. And a few weeks in, I was like, what on earth did I sign up for? I was getting bills that were higher than the money I made in a month when I was working in the hair salon. And I was okay with the high income, but not with the high bills that I was now faced with. And then I was like, okay, I have two choices here. I can just keep complaining of what a mess I made, how much harder it is than I expected, or I can start to find solutions. And the first option didn't make me feel very empowered. So I went with the second one and I realized that I had to face my failures and relearn everything I thought was true about money because my methods weren't getting me anywhere. And there was something that I was missing. I was manifesting so much money on one side, but then it poured out on the other side. And so I decided I had to invest in some course or start reading up or learn more about the manifestation game because I can manifest money, but I can't seem to hold it. And so I started learning some basic concepts about money and I started applying them in my business. And little by little, I started to notice that I was feeling more empowered and in control of my finances. And I learned how to organize my money in a very simple way. So it didn't feel as if I was touching in the dark about where my business was going or feeling overwhelmed by the numbers. I started to have control over my money instead of my money controlling me. Like my money, if I saw how much money was in the bank account, that was going to decide if I was going to feel good or bad that day. Right now, after I started learning the basic concept of finances, that's where I started to have more confidence and okay, I'm kind of knowing what I'm doing right now. And these basic concepts were so simple, yet I had never learned about them because I didn't come from a family of entrepreneurs. And I realized I had a lot of limiting beliefs about money that caused me to behave in a certain way around it. Like I believe people didn't want to pay us a high price for our services, so I underpriced our services. And once I shifted my beliefs and the emotions I had around money, all of a sudden, raising our prices seemed more than fair and people were actually happy to pay for it. We even had people who, after we raised our prices, still said we were cheap. Like on one side, we had people saying we were expensive and on the other side, we had people saying we are cheap. So there was this constant conflict of like, where is this coming from? Is this really true that we are expensive or is this really true that we are cheap? And then in the end, I just figured out that expensive is just a belief and expensive is basically based on how much income is coming in in a person's life and how much you price yourself. And then based on their baseline, they are going to determine if you're expensive or cheap. And it actually has nothing to do with your service, but it has everything to do with their own relationship with money. And so if you're a business owner and you want to manifest more money into your business, the simplest thing that you can do is simply to raise your prices. But this is much easier said than done because it doesn't feel safe to do so. The fear of these negative reactions of customers, the fear of being seen as greedy or money-minded. And these fears just stem from the fact that so many people in this world have a very complicated and often negative relationship with money. And then that raises the question, why do so many people struggle when it comes to manifesting money? The truth is our relationship with money is shaped by so many factors. There's the way we grew up with money, societal conditioning, 
and even the past experience that form the beliefs and patterns that you hold around money. Like many of us have been taught to view money as something that is scarce, something that needs to be hoarded and held onto tightly, or even as something bad. And I'm sure you've at least heard this once of like, money is the root of all evil, or money makes the world go round, or money doesn't grow on trees. Well, in fact, it's actually paper and paper grows on trees. So that's a lie. And so when you've been told these concepts over and over, you can experience guilt or shame around wanting more and fearing that it will make you selfish or materialistic. Or you can have sabotaging behaviors like I had where I love money coming in, but as soon as I had it, I was spending it on the other side because I didn't want to be that fat person that had a lot of money who was greedy and selfish. But let me share a little secret with you. So you once and for all stop seeing money as something evil or something bad. Just know that money is simply a tool and it's neutral. It's neither good nor bad. Just as you can use a shovel to dig a hole in the ground to plant a tree, you can also use a shovel to hit someone in the head and kill them. We need to stop blaming money for what the person who was using money as a tool did with it. You can use money to support your family as well as to bribe someone to do something unethical. But the focus that is mostly placed in society or the bad things that are done with money in the world and that are talked about in the news or that you had a bad experience with. If money is neutral and it's neither good or bad and it's used as a tool, it's more about who is using the tool and the intention it's used with that makes it good or bad. Having more money as a good person simply gives you the opportunity to do more good than bad. Because you see, when you charge more for your services, you aren't just benefiting yourself. You're empowering yourself to do more good, to make a bigger impact in the life of your customers, where you can afford to invest in additional tools, courses, resources, increase the quality of your offerings. You become even better equipped to serve your clients and your customers, to guide them towards their own success and transformation. I'll never forget the moment I applied this principle in my coaching business. I made the bold decision to start at higher prices. And let me tell you, it was a game changer because by charging more, I could invest in platforms and technologies that would best support my clients and my own business. It allowed me to create an empowering environment for growth. And it enabled me to provide for my family in a way that was truly aligned with my values. I no longer felt the need to trade my time for money and endlessly building by the hour because instead, I embraced a result-based model, which not only empowered my clients to achieve their goals, but also gave me the freedom to be present for my family. And let me tell you, being able to show up as a better mom because of it has been priceless. Witnessing the joy and growth in my daughter's eyes while knowing that I'm also making a difference in the life of others brings a level of fulfillment that money alone can't buy. Now, make no mistake. Having more money does not mean you won't have any more problems in your life. They're just different problems. Money is not the solution to everything, which is something that I used to believe. Like the thought of, if I only had more money, all my problems would disappear. And money was a big root of my problems at the time that I was living on welfare because it was such a big team and problem that I had to face every single day during that time. But even if I was given the money that I had now, the mindset problems I had back then wouldn't have gone away hadn't I lived through all the other problems I faced building a business. Money doesn't build your confidence. 
It doesn't buy you growth. It doesn't buy you determination. Those are things that need to be earned by living through some challenging times where you're taking risks and facing your fears to get to that next level in your business. But the key takeaway here is that manifesting more money in your life starts by shifting your perspective around money and shifting the beliefs and emotions you have around it, which will ultimately change your behavior towards it, leading you to better financial outcomes and a more fulfilling overall life. Because I've been on the poor side of life as well as on the abundant side. And the biggest difference between both those lives are all narrowed down to mindset. I could lose everything today, take all the way the money, the investments, the savings, and so on. With the mindset I've built, I know I can build it all back up because I know I wouldn't be starting from scratch. I would be starting from experience and knowledge and experience is the most valuable resource there is in this world. When you strip it all down, all we're left with in this world are daily thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. All right. So now it's time for the big reveal I teased earlier. Today, on this special Valentine's Day, February 14th, I am excited to announce that the doors to Money Mindset Mastery are officially swinging wide open. Money Mindset Mastery is a four-week program where I'll be there right with you, coaching you live and guiding you through a transformational journey that will forever shift your relationship with money. Together, we'll dive into the techniques, exercises, and concepts that have the power to manifest massive abundance in your life and business. During our time together, we'll tackle those money blocks head on. We'll confront the doubts, fears, and self-imposed limits that have been holding you back up till now. We'll explore the power of visualization, affirmations, and daily habits that will align with the vibration of wealth. You'll gain a newfound understanding of money as a tool for freedom and impact rather than a source of stress and worry. But here's the real beauty of money mindset mastery. It's not just about the external result of more money in your bank account, although that's pretty amazing too. It's mostly about the inner journey on self-discovery and the self-belief. And through this program, you'll tap into your own infinite potential and unleash a deep sense of confidence that will ripple through all areas of your life. Oh, and did I mention the best part? We're diving into this transformative experience together, live. That means you'll have me by your side, supporting you every step of the way. Together, we'll create a sacred space to share your wins, discuss challenges, and celebrate breakthroughs. So if you're ready to break free from the limitations that have held you back, if you're ready to embrace your divine birthright of abundance, then I wholeheartedly invite you to join me in Money Mindset Mastery today. The doors for enrollment are open from today, February 14th, until February 24th. So that's only 10 days to get inside. Enrollment will only be open for 10 days to make sure that each person receives the highest level of attention and support because I believe that focused energy is the key ingredient to success and I want to commit to giving all my energy to each and every one of you. Plus, the short enrollment window creates a dynamic and engaged community of like-minded individuals who are on a mission to take action and make positive changes in their life. 
So make sure you get in as soon as possible so you can take advantage of the early bird prices and save up to $200. To join the program, go to www.mindbabe.co slash moneymindsetmastery. That's www.mindbabe.co slash moneymindsetmastery or click the link in the description of this episode. I hope to see you in there and be a part of our transformational Money Mindset Mastery program. And with that, we've reached the end of this episode. I hope you had some valuable insights inside your money mindset and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining me on this transformative journey through the realms of the mind on the MindBay podcast. I hope you gain valuable insights and tools to unleash the power of your mind. If you're hungry for more mind-expanding content, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. By subscribing, you'll never miss an episode and you'll be the first to know when new content is released. I'd love to hear from you. Connect with me on social media and share your favorite moments, key takeaways, and any questions or topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at mindbabe.co to join our growing community of curious minds. If you're ready to take your mind mastery journey even further, consider joining my exclusive one-on-one coaching program, The Limitless Entrepreneur. Visit my website, www.mindbabe.co to learn more and apply. Lastly, if you find value in my podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your reviews help me to reach more people on their quest to unlock the infinite potential of their minds. Thank you for being a part of the MindBabe community. Together, let's continue to explore boundless wonders of the mind and create a life filled with purpose, growth, and limitless possibilities. This is Evie signing off. Until next time, keep expanding, keep evolving, and keep embracing the extraordinary power of your mind.